Hello again, everybody. Welcome to um, Macmillan Education Advancing Learning Cafe, uh, session five. I think we're on today, session five. Um, I hope you enjoyed the previous sessions. Um, I certainly have. It's great fun doing these. They're nice and quick uh, for me and for you um, and give you all the valuable little nuggets that we give you in, in all of our other things that we do. Uh, so my name is Will Rickson. I'm the teacher training manager at Macmillan Education. And today's talk is on insights. So you might, that might come across a little bit cryptic, a bit mysterious about what that actually is. So today's session is less about giving you teaching tips, uh, like all of our other, other, other sessions are basically giving you lots of practical teaching advice. Today, I wanted to share something a bit, a bit different, uh, a bit more, uh, not more interesting, but interesting in a different way. So these aren't practical tips you should take to the classroom, but they are insights into what we found teachers were saying throughout this year and i wanted to give you some statistics to 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 basically so that you know because it's it's really interesting to hear what people say in these surveys that we do and i wanted to share it with you because it might firstly as i said because it's interesting but also because it might help you feel that you're you know maybe you don't feel this anyway but if you do it help make hopefully make you feel that you're not alone in, in any of the struggles that you have or any of these um, successes that you have. Other people share those successes with you too. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to share you some of the statistics that we found from a survey, a particular survey, one in particular that we did this year, uh, to find out about how people were coping with the various challenges that were brought about by COVID, by the pandemic. Um, and the survey was sort of carried out around sort of April, May. This particular survey was April, May. So right at the right in the middle of the initial COVID outbreak and when everyone was being locked down. And I just wanted to share with you some of the things that we found um, from asking the teachers. Um, so hopefully that will help you realise, because I, I, I can imagine how a lot of you get sort of in your local bubble and you're doing you're doing your thing. You know, you're teaching every day. Uh, you're seeing your students, you're planning your lessons. You may, may be doing some teacher development, too. Um, but maybe quite hard for you to see what's happening in the in the larger world. So that's what I want to do today. I'm going to share you share with you some information um, that we found in our survey when we asked a lot of you earlier this year. So with COVID-19, um, schools began moving towards restricting face-to-face -face teaching in March and April in much of the world. There was a UNESCO report um, that that was in April. And that report said that over a billion learners, one billion, over one billion learners were affected by school closures globally. That was a UNESCO report in April this year. Um, while numbers are dropping now since then, uh, hopefully in more places than not, um, this shift has created, this is part of their report, this shift has created an, an unprecedented global upheaval in education with teachers who might never have taught online moving within days or weeks to fully online or hybrid teaching. Um, so considering the needs of teachers during this time, in April and May 2020, Macmillan Education surveyed English language teachers globally about the challenges of teaching remotely and asking them for tips to overcome these challenges um, so that we could start sharing that information with everybody. Um, what I want to do is start by telling you about the teachers that we actually surveyed, the teachers we asked during that survey. So there were 2,700 uh, teachers, more than. Uh, they were from 117 countries and they were covering all of the segments of ELT. So going from pre-primary all the way up to adult. 
Um, surprisingly, actually, given the time uh, from that particular pool of teachers that we spoke to, um, almost all of the respondents were still working at that time, even given it was, as I said, right at the peak of the pandemic. Um, so a little bit more about them. So they, 30% of them were working in private language schools or a language academy, 22% in the public sector or state school. Um, a sixth of them were in private or semi-private curriculum schools and just over one in 10 were at university or college. 8% worked at preschool and kindergarten settings. So as I said, really covering the breadth of ELT. So going into what we actually found. So it was no surprise that at that particular time, 90% uh, of those of, of teachers were using digital tools more than they were before the pandemic. 90% of teachers using digital tools more. Uh, over 75% were using them a lot more. There's no surprise there, but I, just, just to let you know, it was a huge number, the huge majority of teachers were moving online and the majority of them were teaching digitally um, a lot more than they did before the pandemic hit. Uh, the tools that people were using at that time were uh, email, Zoom, and WhatsApp, as, as well as the range of um, tools that Google offers. Were quite, they were quite popular. So Google Classroom, Google Drive, Google Hangouts, and so on. Um, also, teachers were using, of course, the management system, the learner management system supplied by the publishers, too. Uh, another section of the report went into uh, the well-being and how people felt they were able to look after themselves and how they felt they were look after they were able to look after the their, their students as well. So when it came down to the students and teachers' well-being, there was a huge shift for a lot of people. Two thirds of the classes were held online, um, and as it was as that was a, such a huge shift for so many. 55% of you said you found it difficult to make that change. And more than half of you found it difficult to support your students emotionally, or even look after yourselves emotionally, looking after your own mental health and your own well-being. I mean, that's obviously really sad to hear. Um, but what I'm gonna go on to now is talk about how you dealt with that and the suggestions as well that you said um, that from you, the teaching community that you said to us has said, we need help in this area, this area, and this area. So interestingly, you actually all had pretty similar things that you were looking for. You wanted uh, free access to digital components um, so that you could teach online with them, codes to access e-readers, you needed webinar training, uh, how-to videos, um, you needed access to audio and video for the course and access to worksheets in Word. I mean, that was almost across the board. You're all asking for the same things. Um, so just another way, hopefully, that makes you feel that at the time you weren't struggling alone. You were struggling with the entire ELT community. Um, and also, I wanted to say a little bit about how we responded to that. So we had that information. It was really important that we responded to that with the ideas and the suggestions that you had uh, to help yourselves get through everything. So as a result of it, we had all sorts of stuff, um, and I'm sure you could find all sorts of other things online too. Um, we had, for example, we had the Distance and Teaching Learning Hub, um, which is a series of webinars, resources, and tools um, to help, at that particular moment, help people get through um, the challenges they were having. Uh, there was obviously the webinar archive as well, 
we've created some Kahoot quizzes, some discussion group materials, uh, escape rooms, the back to school series as well that we hosted in September, um, which was focusing on getting people back to school in an online face-to-face -face blended environment as well. So uh, this is going to be quite, a, this is a slightly shorter session than we usually do. I just wanted to share the highlights from a report that we did earlier this year, because I thought you might be interested and that it might help you feel um, that you're not alone. You weren't alone then and you're not alone now. I hope you really, really feel that. We'd like to let you know that we are here and all of the other teachers in this community are here with you as well. Um, so uh, that's, that's it. So I'm gonna say that the next session is on the 10th of September at 2 p.m. That's going to be uh, not me, finally, running a, a one of these cafe sessions. Uh, you're going to be graced with the presence of Emma Reynolds, who'll be talking about playing with emotions, and that's on the 10th of December at 2 p.m. If you want to catch her full webinar, that's uh, that's on the 3rd of December as well. So go to macmillanenglish.com to sign up for that. Uh, just below, you should see in the comments as well. So as I said, this is part of a survey and we've we've written a report um, so that you can digest this information as well in your own time. So there should be a link below in the comments. If you go and have a look at that, we've written a report. Deborah Healy, sorry, has written a report for us based on the survey findings that we had. Uh, so go to the Insights Index on the MacmillanLinguage.com website and the, the link should just be down below. Um, also, there's a link to, to register for Emma's webinar uh, in uh, that's next Thursday. And also, uh, last week we had an opening plenary, and this goes into a lot more detail into the challenges that I was just speaking about that all of you faced emotionally and actually and technically the issues that everybody faced this year. Um, so go onto MacmillanEnglish.com and, and catch that open plenary um, again or for the first time. We've got the recording on there if you want to um, go and take a look at that. So that's all from me. Lovely to see you all again. Uh, I hope to see you again uh, on the 10th of December at 2 p.m. Uh, have a wonderful afternoon and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye bye.